Welcome to the Differential Product Conversations podcast, where we try to demystify how great digital products are made by answering questions product owners have but are too afraid to ask. All right, welcome back. So the setup of this episode um, is that we know digital products is hard. We know you need a team, but now how the heck should we work together? What process should I follow? Um, our goal for this episode is to talk through the, the big different options, the pros and cons of each, and then maybe come to some realization of, of something that is helpful and not that we talk for two and a half hours on the different methodologies and processes that we can use. So um, first kind of setup is just kind of, why do we need a process? And like, I'll just set it up, I'll answer this one, and then I'll, I'll flip it over to you, to Drew, to kind of talk through what are the bigger popular ones. So the process in digital products is super helpful because like you have to know where you are and where you're going. And then there, it also answers the question of like, is my team working well together? Do I know we aren't just kind of spinning our wheels and not making progress? Like how do we not get caught up in what the process is and how do we make sure our focus is still on the, on the digital product? So I know there's a bunch of options and methodologies out there, Drew, but can you give us kind of the highlights of like, what are the big ones that people are looking at uh, in the kind of modern today uh, digital product development? Yeah, totally. I'll try and keep this as brief as I can. So I'll just sort of, you know, run through these quickly and talk about, you know, principles behind them, benefits and trade-offs. So probably one of the first ones you can think of that's a little more antiquated at this point, hopefully we're moving more away is what's called a waterfall approach. Um, it's usually not seen in a positive light. Normally it's, it's looked at, looked at as kind of a, you know, not, not a, necessarily bad way because it can work in some environments, but just sort of a less than ideal way for building great digital products. So the key principle behind a waterfall is really just that it's a sequential design process. So you can think of it as I have a designer or a design team, they create a mock-up, that mock-up is done to spec and it's completed and then handed off to the development team. And that development team then builds it. It's isolated. It's kind of these different swim lanes that the the feature or the functionality is moving through. So I guess benefits to this approach could be that well, team members are able to do their work and move on. Uh, it was kind of one of the only real benefits I could think of, but there might be some other ones. And yeah, then trade trade-offs here. Oh yeah, go ahead. This one's really I'll interrupt you and just say like this one's really like prevalent if you think about construction. Like that's kind of where it came from. The military instruction used waterfall methodology a lot to say, like, hey, we're gonna do the thing and then pass it over, like more of like a conveyor system of like the industrial yeah. age of things like that. And and so it was just applied in digital products early as software. It's like, hey, this is the best thing that it works in other things. Let's try it. And that's where it's kind of going out of favor. It's like, oh, we're understanding the nuance of digital products that maybe this thing isn't uh, ideal for this kind of software digital product environment. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's, it's the assembly line kind of process too, where, yeah, there's there's obviously trade-offs in, you know, collaboration, I think is one. There's kind of this, this key moment for, the handoff, quote unquote, where you're taking the design and giving it to the developer. And it's like, there's a little bit of communication there, but it's not really this truly coming together in a cross-functional nature to build something. It's it's the trade-off you're making in collaboration. I think design can end up worse in some senses because it's, again, you're designing to a spec versus letting it evolve and be shaped by the team working on it, which is a huge part of digital products. And then I think there's just a disconnection between the different parts that make it difficult. Um, so then after waterfall, another real popular one is, is agile, agile. 
initially started as just like some basic, I think it was 12 principles of, of agile building agile software. And it was just like, they called it the agile manifesto. And it's kind of blown up past that just into all these different variations and nuance around it. But in general, the, the key principle behind agile, like the definition is that it's, you know, it's a very collaborative um, environment with cross-functional teams that self or self-organize and it's a little more organic you know, the benefits of doing this is you're empowering your team, you're giving them more responsibility and accountability for, for making decisions about scope and refining features and all of that. And then inherently you're increasing collaboration. So different from Waterfall, Agile is giving you more of, you know, connection with your team because it's cross-functional, you're working together to build this thing. And then obviously trade-offs here could be that, you know, it's, it's predictability. You kind of sacrifice a little bit about what is going to be built if you let the team sort of shape it. Um, communication needs. I think there's a high need for lots of communication across the team, because if you're not communicating well, you can't really organize these cross-functional teams and, and do it in an organic way. I think it makes it really hard if, if you're not communicating properly. So those are definitely like big potential trade-offs with agile. Um, scrum is another one that scrum's really more kind of just a process for agile, agile being the methodology. So I won't go into it too much. It's more just there's, you know, specific roles like uh, scrum master. I think that's the called. one that I can become the scrum master. on. That's, yeah. That's what I want to be. Yeah. I think that was the thing. They just wanted a title that was sounded really cool so that you can you can go to training for and then you, you become these cool titles yeah. that you put on LinkedIn. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd introduce myself as a scrum master. Yeah. So I think that that one kind of falls into the same sort of principles and benefits and trade-offs of, of Agile. Um, another popular one that I've heard is uh, extreme programming. I mean, I think it's some, I think with all of these, actually, they're, they're all, most teams are doing all of them in some way. I think Scrum is kind of an interesting way and Waterfall. Some of them are, you know, isolated, like we do Agile this way with Scrum, but a lot of these are blend together in some so is it more so is it more like really there's two big ones today and like where people are coming from they're coming from a traditional kind of waterfall approach because that's what they've done in other industries other things that's kind of the project management gantt chart kind of these dependencies just do these things next here's when other people can get in line and then agile this kind of collaborative work environment uh but there's this process there's people collaborating which means people there's going to be collisions and people colliding can be good and bad there, but it allows us to like, what's the next big scope of work? And then let's do that. And then lift our head up and say, where are we? Make sure we're still pointing in the right direction. What should we work on next based on what we've known and what we learned uh, during that thing? And then there's tons of different kind of facets of like how to approach this, how to get that collaboration. Is that kind of what, what we're thinking? Yeah, no, I would say for sure. I think that's like, if you had to 10,000 foot view where, where the categories fall, I think waterfall is one side and then agile's the other side. And then agile, because it's such a slim down kind of like, Hey, we're all working together. It's a cross-functional team. We're going to shape this thing together versus here's the spec, send it down the assembly line. So I think that is a good way to kind of pit those two things against one another. So then Drew, why don't you, I mean, cause you were kind of doing a lot of our, our kind of process stuff. Like, why don't you talk at like a high level of like, what is, what is our kind of overall process and why did we choose this process and what are we, what are we kind of seeing and why we, why we like that? Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is, this is um, something that you just have to treat your company like a product and that's what we do. And I know this is a lot of our thinking, you know, and, and stuff has come from, you know, great companies like Basecamp. So they build the Basecamp project management software and they're also called Basecamp and they run a company and write a lot of material, write some books. And they have a lot of product thinking out there that, you know, has helped shape a lot of things. And I think it's different. Um, but for us, 
you know, we, we treated our company as a product and our process is that. So we're constantly iterating on it. So what I say right now is probably not what it'll be, you know, even in a couple of weeks from now, it, it changes all the time. And I think that's, that's the fun part. Um, so really if I could just zoom out on what our overall process looks like for us, it's, you know, there needs to be an established product vision. So we need to know what we're doing. What's the vision of this thing? What user problem are we trying to solve? That's where the digital product is born. That's what we do. We have different processes in place, you know, doing design sprints and, you know, proof of concept work to try and validate that and de-risk that initiative. And then once we feel good about that, we're able to then build a product roadmap that, you know, outlines what problems are we solving and we need to start putting some time on it because that matters. Time matters. When are we going to get this out? How much is it going to cost? So we break that thing down, figuring out all the different pieces and isolated scopes of work that exist and writing out, you know, these user can statements, all the end user end result things that can happen, you know, and figuring out estimates and all of that, but really having this product roadmap, which should always be shaped. And I think we try and limit it. It's, you know, three to six months, but even if you get past three months, it starts to get hazy because if you're really building great digital products. Like, I mean, part of it is you need to respond to user feedback. So they need to shape that roadmap. You may have a hypothesis. That's kind of what I see a roadmap as. It's like, I believe these will solve these problems, but maybe they're not the right problems when we actually get there. So I think that's where the agile methodology comes in, you know, adapting to it. And then once we have this product roadmap, we can kind of figure out what are some different, you know, groupings and themes that we're seeing to solve user problems. And, you know, how can we group these, group these into, you know, releases or software releases or versions or whatever you want to call them to kind of break that down. And again, this is about getting actual features and into the app. Cause you again, have a hypothesis that I think this thing will solve this problem, but you need to release it and do it as quick as you can with as few changes as possible to test it and then iterate on it from there. So once we're at that stage, you know, we're kind of just assuming then we have a product team built around this. So we figure out the right number of, you know, designers and developers and product man, a product lead uh, who can, basically work in an agile fashion and work in what we call um, cycles, which again came from the Basecamp folks. So they work in those cycles too. A cycle is six weeks. So the very traditional agile approach is that you do sprints, which are two weeks at a time. We still do that as a means for tracking progress because we think two week increments are great and we work with our client partners. So being able to show them progress on every two weeks, like that's important. So we like that cadence for moving things forward. But when we look at like the bigger picture cycles are where it really matters. That's six weeks. It's a great time unit for delivering value against that roadmap. Whereas a sprint is real isolated and you know, you say two week sprint, but really that's 10 working days. And then you have a day for planning you have a day for shipping things and testing. It really starts to shrink down the number of days that you actually have to do the work. So looking at six weeks. So we break that roadmap down into those six week cycles and then keep making sure that we're hitting those, those objectives towards that cycle in two week sprints. And then really just rapidly delivering features and kind of a continuous delivery approach within a sprint is sort of where we end up landing. So we're making these small incremental changes day to day, week to week, month to month, and it bubbles up to this larger roadmap, which bubbles up to the larger vision. So it kind of, it's this bi-directional flow and it's, it works really well for us and we're continuing to you know, refine it. Cool. Yeah, so it's like, we always start with the vision, we create a roadmap, break that down to releases. The releases come up from cycles and sprints in terms of how we get the actual work done. Um, and we use a product team to kind of do that. So it's good. Yeah, I think we probably hopefully covered this answer enough of like the different process things of development of building a product there. So the takeaway is like, there's, there's again, a handful of different, different, different development methodologies. The big kind of ones are the difference between waterfall and agile. 
Um, I think the big takeaway that we would throw out there is like a lot of these are just different tweaks of those things that somebody put a label on and says is better because they found it better in a certain circumstance, but like they also maybe want to sell you training or certifications or, or something. So it's like, don't get caught up in that. Like, that's not the key thing. Like what works for your team and how do you have a general, like agreed upon process to build digital products? Um, so the process shouldn't get in the way or distract you from focusing on the users. The users are way more important than the process. The process just helps and makes you more efficient as you go through, but is not the be all end all. Like, did we have our meeting, scrum meeting, daily stand up at X time? And how many did they hit? Like, you're gonna get lost. You're not actually building the, the right features and, and things like that. Thanks for listening. As always, we want to hear from you. So please reach out and give us your questions and challenges, and we will try to address them on a future episode. You can reach us at podcast at differential, or you can find us on Twitter at at the differential. <laughs>